it's fine. Jim, can you say stuff? Say stuff, 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 a lot. You need a lot of me. A lot of poop, poop face. <laughs> right in your smelly poop face. Hi. 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 Are we doing yeah. this? Yeah, we're doing it. Sure. It's been a little while. It has been. Not according to... Hey, we keep coming out. We keep coming out. Pulling out material. Every week. You know it, bitches. So, it's nice to see you. Who are you? Yes, I'm Jim. Who are you? Oh, I'm Christina. Yes, this is Exus Nexus. Back 2020, motherfucker. No. Yes. 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 It's, yes. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Yes. We're exes and we uh, became friends and like to talk about pop culture and other shit. We've always been friends. We just went through a period of time where we didn't like each other. But now yeah, that we... doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it does. You're still friends with someone and don't like them or vice versa. Anyway, now we get together and talk about stuff. Stuff. We also ask each other later on the show a mysterious question, and around that revolves a mysterious drink that is made by the captain. Where's the captain? Hey! Right there. There he is. There he is. Captain, what are we drinking? Uh, Jim, you got adios, motherfucker. Is it really called that? Yes. That's awesome. amazing. That's and what's in it? Everything. You probably. Not Amarato, though. I hope not. No. A half, <laughs> half ounce of vodka, half ounce of gin, half ounce of rum, half ounce of tequila, a half ounce of blue curacao, Good Lord. four ounces of 7-Up. No wonder the ice keeps melting. There's so much alcohol. Doesn't really taste like it. <laughs> Adios, motherfucker! Yeah, that's, oh, so I guess wow. that's why they the call it that. The ones that get you every time are the ones that taste like there's nothing in yeah, there. The oh, damn. Drinking it. Yeah. That is good. You, I think you like blue drinks. I always feel like when we get blue drinks, you always seem to like them. Because they're pretty, they're dreamy. Oh. They remind you of being. It tastes like on the beach. Like on the beach. It tastes like some kind of shitty bar in Jacksonville, right on the beach. Oh, we'd also like to introduce my beautiful wife Kelly. Hi. And our very good friend Julia, who has returned. What is this? Is this like the third episode? This is the yes. third. Yes. Okay. Yes. Say hi, Julia. Hello. There you go. And there she is. Um. <laughs> Julia's not a drinker, by the way, people. So this is... It's a little heavy. It's a little strong. A little strong. <laughs> she pulled the Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Water that eye. That's funny. Uh, yeah, that's something. Keep uh, your just keep your eye out. What's uh What's uh Christina drinking? Ex boyfriend Martini. Okay. I never dated anyone named Martini or no. Martin. Hmm. No, I never went out with Joe. Um, it's almost good, but there's like a fish taste to it. What? Oh. Well, I put fish juice in it. Well, what's in it? Uh, I got a, well, yeah, two ounces of liqueur fusion. 
X-rated liqueur fusion. Liqueur fusion is a vodka-based booze that t it's got blood orange, passion fruit, and mango. A uh, splash of grapefruit juice and a splash of peach schnapps. I don't mind it. I can definitely taste the peach schnapps. I'm not getting fishy it. taste. It's got an odd it's taste the at the, on the back end of it. All right, See, so, it's the beginning that's weird tasting to yeah, me. So I, I had to judge this because I didn't have the X-rated fusion blah, 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 fucking blah. So I had... didn't have the flappity. <laughs> we do have flappity. Yeah, we have plenty of flappity. So I, I have peach schnapps. Here so we I, go. I put in orange vodka, a little bit of strawberry vodka, a little bit of peach schnapps, grapefruit juice, and regular vodka. And you sure put in a lot of flappity there, didn't you? No, no flappity, no flappity. It's on the bar. So happy New Year, happy holidays, everyone. Yes, welcome to it. How was how was your Christmas? Um, it was very nice. It was very nice. It was very nice. The older I get, the less stuff I need. Right? So mm -hmm. I just don't even like the consumerism of the stuff, like getting the stuff. And I should be thankful, right? Be grateful. Live in the gratefulness. I'm so grateful. But I would love to contain our consumerism. I'm still holding out for the G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. Yeah. Anyone wants to get that for me for Christmas? <laughs> that thing's like six feet long, dude. It's ridiculous. Oh, but by the way, I did also get a G.I. Joe figure for Christmas. Really? Yeah, snake, snake eyes. eyes. Yeah. And I sat him and I put I put him up on my wall right next to the Destro you got me many, many moons ago that I have always had at work. Cool. So now I have to get another G.I. Joe to When he says this, Kelly, does that mean it's at his work and not at home? No, it's at home. Oh. It's in it's in the man closet. Oh, that's nice. A man closet sounds yes. nice. The McCloset. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I, also hung up my, I also hung up my Yoda that I've had yeah. since nineteen since it's the Empire Strikes Back in the package on the card Yoda. Awesome. Yes. I've seen that guy. Yes. Yes. Do you want to take it out now and turn it into Baby Yoda? No, it is Baby Yoda. Do you, I know, but do you want to take it out and drop big old eyeballs on no. it and put him in a little <laughs> no. bag? Because I have the Han from Hoth on the card from Empire. Do you? Nice. Very nice. So... We had a nice Christmas. Oh, it tastes like fish. I don't know I don't, why. I don't get that. I'm not tasting fish. That's, that's so fucking weird. weird. Something's wrong with my hey, mouth. Watch, watch this with your fucking flopping and, and the uh, And the icy in the, in the mic. I know. Too. It's not near the mic. I'm trying. Okay. I uh, like to swirl my drink, motherfucker. Okay. Yeah, well, so how was yours? Our Christmas was good. We had to split it up into two shifts uh, because I had to work the day after Christmas. And so we went last weekend to my mom's for a couple of days and then came home and then we had Christmas for the first time, waking up on Christmas morning together. Mm -hmm. And of course things didn't go right because we couldn't find Kelly's cell phone. So Where oh, was wow. it? It was in the spare bedroom. Of uh, what? <laughs> of our house. So it was nothing laying really like, happened. It was laying on like where all of our like boxes oh, you guys and rabbit people were. Where'd you go for Christmas? You stay here? Yeah, we were yeah. here Christmas Day. Oh, okay. But you couldn't find it thinking it's lost. Yeah. But it's just in the spare bedroom. Yeah. She doesn't put the ringer on, so you couldn't find I it. I know. I couldn't either. find it. Did not know where way. it was. That's I literally funny. thought I was, I literally thought I had like slept walk and like went somewhere and just put it down somewhere and couldn't find oh my it. God. Well, it was like a good half hour of um, freak out yeah. before we settled into and the And then I was like, Christmas can we just day. open up some fucking Christmas <laughs> <presents>? <laughs> <laughs> Like, he's like, just fuck this shit, let's open the presents. Yeah, exactly, Christmas morning. But we didn't we didn't do a lot of Christmas presents this year. We're, we're kind of like, you. Like I, I think slowly over the years, we've started just kind of like 
Yeah, I don't do really, less. I don't really want that. I really want a lot of presents at Christmas time. Yeah, it's a boy loves, thing. It's a, a boy presents. thing. A lot of presents, yeah. huh? Wally. Yeah, it is. It is a boy thing. I guess, and it's not a boy thing. It's a little kid thing. It's a little kid inside you thing. That's what it is. It's kind of nice. It's kind of you know. Because I feel like I'm on this like tremendous nostalgia phase that I don't think is ever going to change at this point, and I'm literally buying my childhood back again at a much higher rate. <laughs> yes, much more expensive. Wow. So let me ask you this: Is this is the storm sh- or the snake eyes? Is the snake eyes like old school? Snake no, eyes? it's the old school packaging. It's the same thing that you got me with okay, the Destro. Gotcha. Cool. So it's the updated like version. Yeah. Because I love that version of Destro that you got oh, yeah. me, it's awesome. but it's on, in the packaging on the original artwork, cool. and those are actually yeah. worth money too. That's awesome. So Snake Eyes is the same thing. He's updated. He's badass. Just yet. like those guys that those reaction that you got me, the uh, Aquaman. Yes, those, correct. Those guys are worth some cash. Um. <clears throat> I will say this, on our trip over to my mom's, we actually, for the first time, tried the Popeye's Spicy Chicken Oh, awesome. It's amazing. That's what I've heard. It was so good. Amazing, huh? Yeah. Like Barry's Chick-fil-A. Uh, no, it's different. It's totally different. It's like the, the, the crispiness of it is, is totally different. The way the pickles, the pickles are really thick on it. There's a whole different sauce on it. It's, and it's hot. Like legitimately like, spicy, yeah. Yeah. But uh, keep in mind, there's two chicken. Yes, sandwiches. there's the classic, and then the spicy chicken sandwich. We got the spicy mm-hmm. chicken sandwich. Isn't the spicy the one that was selling out and that yes. people were, yeah. people were shooting, being, shoot, yeah, being yes. shot over? Which is ridiculous. It's totally. But I mean, it's not totally worth shooting somebody for. I don't advocate that. <laughs> but if you're near a Popeyes and you have the opportunity to try this sandwich, I highly recommend. Someone brought Popeyes to a Christmas party I was at, but there were chicken fingers and there was a spicy and the plain mm-hmm. and a box of biscuits and a bunch of sauces. And I didn't want to be a pig about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like you just wanted to start shoveling it right um, in your face. I wanted to make the biggest chicken and biscuit you've ever mm-hmm. seen and I didn't I didn't I hovered away from it on the other side did of you, the table. Did you eat some of it? Yeah, I had a little, I like split a biscuit in half and had a little mm-hmm. bit of the chicken, but I just took like the end of it. Like I should have gotten like a half of the chicken finger and put it on the biscuit and really doused it in some sauce. And I was being conservative and I don't know why. I was trying not to be pink. It's a Christmas party. You should have just done whatever the fuck you wanted. I know, because I did just graze on that cheese table for sure. So, a lot they of. shouldn't call it Christmas anymore. They should call it Cheesemas. It's just <laughs> it's a lot of cheese. It's a month of cheese. It is. There's, isn't there a lot of cheese involved yes. in your Christmases? Yes. I don't but know cheese about... and cured meats, I'll take that shit all day long. That's man. Not, absolutely. Mm-hmm. What was on our Christmas Eve coffee table? Yeah, cheese and meat. My cholesterol says. Bing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's dead. But um, my sister, for this year we did a different thing on Christmas Would Eve. Would you have for dinner? Right, we actually cheese. sat down and had, we did, we had cheese, but we sat down and had dinner. I cheese gratered my thumb. Ooh. I know. Okay, but what did you eat? Oh, uh, shrimp Alfredo. Okay. Ooh, nice. Homemade. Fettuccine Alfredo with Fettuccine Alfredo. That oh, delicious. Speaking of Alfredo, my mom, who made her usual roast beef for yes. us, had this, and it's pretty simple. I don't think there's any more ingredients in it, although I'm going to say one ingredient has to be good. It, she has Brussels sprouts, bacon, Covered in Alfredo cheese. Wow. I don't like jarred Alfredo cheese. Uh, I agree. My mom found one that's like... Yeah, I mean... Well, she she was like, I'm not going to go through the whole process of making Alfredo, so she just kind of skimped on that. But whatever brand she got, she got from Publix, and it was actually delicious. I don't know if she kind of doctored it up. I don't think she did. But uh, 
Brussels sprouts with Alfredo sauce and bacon. It's a pretty good combination. Such pretty a delicious. waste of bacon and Alfredo sauce. I know. Oh, oh no, like, I do. You don't like Brussels sprouts? No, so good. I love Vile. them. God, I love so them. Vile weed. Oh. I love them so much. Baby I would eat. I would eat a bucket of fish eyeballs before I ate. <laughs> we'll have a Brussels sip of that. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, do won't you? Um, yes, have some. Please, yes, yes. Have, some. have some. So another Christmas observation I have made, uh, and I can't believe I've never made this because I believe a Christmas story was made in 1981. Four. It was 84. It said 83 or 84 when okay. I. Okay. Well, looked. early 80s. So yeah. We'll, early we'll, 80s. We'll just go with that. So. Um, so of course I watched it again this year, like I do every Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, here's something I never noticed about that movie. Uh oh. It's got a bunch of little boys screaming like little girls all throughout the film. I love it. I figured you would. Yeah, bunch of screaming. I think that's why my dad like, was like, "Is that the movie with a bunch like of little girls?" Yeah, a bunch of screaming. Yeah. Yeah, it is, but it's fun. It's. Oh, I love the movie. I just never noticed it. I was like, oh, they really got a lot of. Boys screaming like girls in this movie. Yeah, Did you ever notice that? All those little kids were before they hit puberty. Yeah. Yeah, I realize that, but... Yeah, but there really were no girls in that movie. It's true. It's true. They there didn't have any... A couple of them in the but, classroom. But yeah. they were, none of them were, like, friends of the kids. Nobody had a sister. It's a pretty chauvinistic right. fucking movie. Fuck right. that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get Me Too on A Christmas Story. Yeah. Feel good at Christmas. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Fragile. <laughs> Must be Italian. That's racist. That's racist. I'm banning that fucking movie now. I can't assign <laughs> That's racist too. It's not. It sounds like something against the Jews. <laughs> I was going to say the Siamese, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's against the Asians, you're right. Because Siamese is not a thing. Except for cats. <laughs> Woo! Woo. Oh, wait, I have taken it? great joy in reading the reviews on oh, that man. fucking. Should we start dump- some entertainment? Dumpster oh, fire. Yes. It's entertainment. Guys, I gotta tell you, I really want to do our movie review on cats. Oh shit! I, I, I don't want to sit through it. Oh, I really man. don't. I can't wait. I hear it's like a fever dream that makes you feel like you're going insane as you're watching. <laughs> um, I've just, I think I've decided why visually it's so disturbing, and that the reason why the Broadway play got it right. And the movie got it wrong. In the play, everybody's head is bigger than their bodies. Okay. And in the movie, everybody has these weird little tiny heads and like big, CGI faces. Yeah, yeah. Weird, weird CGI faces. Like instead of giving them like big fluffy cat fur on their face, they made them into weird hybrid human cat faces. Which it's creepy. I just creepy. think there's just a lot of uncanny valley going on in that. Uncanny just... valley. A hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. Um, I am sad for them because fuck them. That's what they get for trying to make that movie in the first place. Fuck them. It was a joke twenty years ago. <laughs> Upgrade Citizens Brigade did a sketch on their show that was on Comedy Central back in the late nineties, early two thousands, and it was about them casting for Cats the movie. That's the joke. Because it is a joke. Because you don't make a movie about fucking the Broadway show Cats. Because you, you can't do it. It's ridiculous. And, and they, they did gave it, it like and a they fucking fail. And the storyline, like there's a storyline. There's no storyline in the Broadway play. It's fine no, like it that. It, there, there's like some recurring characters, and there's some kind of vague theme happening. But overall, there's not like a through line. It's not about some cat needs to go. I mean, it's just cats. 
kind of dancing around. Being cats. Yeah. It's a night on the town with a bunch of fucking cats. <laughs> it's a bunch of poems just strung together with song and dance. You mark my words, though. In ten years, that's probably going to be a cult classic. Because the yeah. furries... <laughs> fetish people I would imagine the gay community probably find some people the same people that like showgirls and, oh, and, show and, and, and I love that movie I love it because it sucks oh my god I love that movie I'm a dancer the best you know one of the best parts about uh, showgirls is the CGI bras oh yeah oh, it's the oh the, the, <laughs> edited, edited for television yes. is by far better than yes and I don't mind looking at boobies but that version is hilarious. It's the way like it's literally Dr. Cat's animation on the titties. <laughs> like the bras are shaking. It's, it's Cat's animation. Yeah. In their defense, the boobs are shaking too. Whoa. Can you imagine? You have to be the guy that does the graphics over the jiggly boobs. Oh. Like you've got to blur or like put the bra. Hey on Fred, everything. how's that coming? Oh, I'm working on it, man. I hate my life. <laughs> Gotta render it again. <laughs> it looks terrible. So watch us the movie. <laughs> That's how I felt about Mallrats. Mallrats wasn't funny till I watched it edited for TV. Really? And, oh my god! Because the scene where Jane, Silent Bob are banging on the cat on the window at the pet store with the kittens, and he's just like cussing and like rhyming and cussing. They voice it over with something else. And Mother it, Grabber. Well, it doesn't even sound like him. Like, at the beginning, he's like, I'm Jay Silent Bob. And they're like, Mr. Blob is Hyper 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 Right? Like, whatever happens in the middle. Of- sounds like a bunch of incoherent nonsense. Gibberish. Oh. Well, I don't know what he's saying. Like, he mostly says, Kitty, 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 damn, Silent Bob, so show some heart. Doesn't he cuss in that whole thing, too? Um. There's a whole thing about... And the- theoretically, he does, but when he's rapping, he is incoherent, so one can't really necessarily... Well, well there's a lot of snoochy boochies going on in that film, too. So. I know. Anyway, yeah, that movie's really funny, edited for TV. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, you, think be, you think Cats would be a cult classic like... Uh, um, Mommy Dearest. Like Mommy Dearest? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. very much so. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I like agree. midnight movies where they bring cat yep. kitty litter. That's gonna be <laughs> and yeah. people shit in boxes Catnip. while they're watching the film. Oh gross, gross. I will totally do that, by the way. <laughs> I will sure, totally. why not? It'd be fun. By the time it becomes a cat classic, uh, cult classic, <laughs> we'll be a Coca-Cola classic. We'll be old anyway. <laughs> and they'll be like, were you sitting in a box in the theater? And I'm like, ma? And they'll just let me go. It'll be fun. Jesus. <laughs> Doddering old man wants to come in here and watch a movie about cats. And he, and he brought in a, 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 <laughs> brought a, a, a litter box. Litter box. I think that dog. old man's gonna shit that box, you guys. <laughs> no. I think he's gonna shit that box. He's, he's doing it. He's Don't pulling his pants down. He's not gonna shit. In the oh my oh god, my he's god. got sand all over his balls. Oh my god. This got dark. Dark. <laughs> did. This went to a place. <laughs> Speaking of dark, did you see the Guy Pierce uh, A Christmas Carol? No. No. It was yet. fantastic. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It was fantastic. Here's the here's the funniest thing. Okay, you think of Christmas Carol, it's a Christmas story. The weird thing is is that like FX always has their like slate to warn you and they're like FX is a Christmas Carol contains foul, foul language, violence and nudity. And I'm like, "Nudity?" <laughs> <laughs> I see his Johnson and he's like, "What? <laughs> old, full old ghost old male nudity." And I'm like, <laughs> Yes, really. yes, but it's, effects. It's super cool. It was, it, it's, it was it's super cool. It's very dark, but it's, <laughs> but, but, um, I just thought it was excellent. That's one of those, um, plays. It's one of those, right? So that I know a lot of the words to because we did a version of it. So I know a lot of the lines in it, and it's hard not to say them along with it. Is it so, wrong that I want to? 
full frontal male nudity showgirls version of a Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> like Bob Marley's ghost shows up like something out of Hellraiser. Like, yes. And like pins through his balls or something. Yes. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I want to see that. I want to check that out. We did not. Did not see it. Uh, do you remember us talking about the Netflix documentary called Cocaine Island? Yes. It's like super Florida man, right? Mm-hmm. It's the story of no, great, Florida man. Well, they're going to do a movie adaptation of the documentary, and Will Ferrell, right. of course, Will Ferrell's going to play the guy, Florida That's man. Awesome. He's going to play Florida man. I don't know. He might. So play is the... this supposed to be a comedy? Uh, I don't know. Is it going to be a la? I like stole that your, Lifetime movie? Yeah, I Stole Your Baby or whatever yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a Deadly Adoption. <laughs> a Deadly Adoption. <laughs> With the dock accident. His wife dies in a dock accident. <laughs> I hope it is. Oh, God. So I just watched... Because the story's funny. It's a funny... you got to feel bad for the guy. If you haven't seen it, Julia, we highly recommend yeah. it. It's very Florida man. It's not really about drugs. It's about... Uh, legend. Stupidity. <laughs> it's about stupidity. Of the highest order. <laughs> we. I just watched a Netflix documentary. It's a three-part thing called "Don't Fuck with Cats." Oh, I couldn't watch that because I didn't want. I didn't know if if it was about people that did bad shit to animals. It, it is. You, I don't know you, I, it is. You don't see it. You don't see I it. I don't want to know about but, it. But what happens? It gets weirder and weirder and weirder. It's it's not just about this guy who kills animals. It just escalates into this. It's one of the most bizarre. Really, Kelly, back me up because yeah, it was mind blowing almost in that but sense of thing. I was like, "Where is this thing going?" I it was just all over the place in the sense of it's this guy who has yeah. like this this addiction to getting internet uh, adoration, and he'll do it by any means necessary. And then it's like this cat and mouse game, part of the pun of all these things that he had done because he had done horrible things to animals, but then it escalates into more shit. And it just gets weirder and weirder and weirder. It's amazing. It's it is an addiction, though, because there is a, 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 a psychological addiction to people that need uh, affirmations mm-hmm. via the internet. Yes. Absolutely. They're called flat earthers. <laughs> <laughs> look at your dead on your face. <laughs> Boom! Um, yeah, well, again, that took a dark turn. Going dark on a new year. Mm. On the upside, just because I know you love them so much... Do you, did you know that John Frusciante rejoined the Red Hot Chili Peppers? I did, and as a matter of fact, someone was talking about it the other day, about Red Hot Chili Peppers. Where was I? I don't even remember where I was. And I was like, oh, it was like the day that it came out. I'm like, hmm, but John Frusciante's back in the band, and blah, blah, blah. Like, so I kind of butted in, and both of them looked at me like... What are you talking about? You're a, you're a woman. Yeah. What do you know about rock Who, and roll? Wh- where was I? Oh, man, I wish I remember where I was. It was weird. Moose Lodge. Because I felt like... The VFW. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we hang. It's Christmas time. You're with your family. You go to the VFW. That's so funny. That's true. Um. So, yeah, interesting. Very interesting. Because the first thing we heard was they broke up. That was the first bit of, like... Fodder that came through wait, the wait, internet. Wait, that the Chili Peppers broke? Yeah, that was the yeah. first bit of news that came out before it's, the whole John Frusciante thing. Yeah. It was within hours of each other. Because the first thing was, how they broke it up? I remember to you. I'm like, hey, I mean. Chili Peppers broke up. Yeah, he's the one who said it. And then I saw it briefly on the internet. And then that went away. And it was John Frusciante. See, I, was, I never saw that. Yeah. And it was a brief blip. And it was maybe because Flea left. And they were, first Flea left. And then it was like, within a couple days, the next bit of news broke. So. So you happy about that? 
think it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I do, because he's really good. I mean, Stadium Arcadium, his guitar playing on that Ugh. record. I, I mean, I love when the Red Hot Chili Peppers were like red hot, when their shit was like heavy and all that other kind yeah. of stuff. But there's something, and I don't usually like their, as you know, there's a couple albums of the Chili Peppers I don't like at all. Stadium Arcadium is so good. Stadium Arcadium is probably my favorite Red Hot Chili Peppers. So good. Record. It's a double album, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not a bad song on it. Not a bad song. It's so well produced. Like it, Rick Rubin, baby. Oh, the way that it goes from like emotion to emotion, it's so good. I know a lot of our friends don't care for the for the Chili Peppers, but but you and I have always like because it's like my <clears throat> youth. <clears throat> so where are they from? California. They sell. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was like, I was like, are you kidding? you know how many jokes there are about them? Uh, so, 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 what's your favorite Chili Peppers record? Oh, I don't one? know. I don't have one because they all represent a different time in my life. They've been around for as like, uh, I hate to say it, but like Madonna, but like Madonna in my life, mm-hmm. right? I can remember from because early because days. they 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 came into our world. Almost immediately with their first mm-hmm. records, it was like almost like the Beastie Boys. Beastie yeah. Boys licensed to ill, boom, instant classic. I just, dis- I disagree. I don't think a lot of people. I think a lot of people that were in the alternative scene very early, not us, were into like Uplift Mofo Party Plan and the Abbey Road EP, and I didn't come into that scene until 1990 when someone introduced me to mm-hmm. Mother's Milk, yeah. and yes. I was like, this That's- shit fucking rocks. Yeah, Mother's Milk was the first one for me too. So, yeah. but, but you know. It was- pretty close it's pretty quick it's pretty I think it was the next step in our evolution from LA glam rock to SoCal hard no that was when we started moving that's when Jane's Addiction came into our world and and Faith No More right right because it was like oh look you guys are so pretty with your big hair and your rock and roll lifestyle that was the alternative to the alternative movement of grunge it was like Mm -hmm. the Faith No More's and the Red Hot Chili Peppers Mm -hmm. it's really kind of awesome Kelly you got a favorite I probably I'd agree with you. Stadium Arcade is probably my favorite. Julia, are you a fan? I am. Okay. I enjoy. It. I mean, like I will. I will admit to a certain fatigue with you know. I was like, I get it, Anthony. You're from California. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I totally understand. I, I yeah. like that. Ju- that I glommed that... on to the concept. Yeah. But yeah, no. I mean, like I, I hate to be. I hate to be the you know the uh, you know uh, to be uh, cliche, but probably Mother's Milk. Is, okay. you know, at least, I don't think I don't think that's cliche. I mm-hmm. think I and I'm surprised that no one in this room has said it. But Blood Sugar Sex Magic oh, it was, their biggest, was their biggest record. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think Blood Sugar Sex Magic is was probably a victim of its own success to a certain extent. Not that there's anything wrong with the songs that are on there, but you know, I mean, it, it's the you know when you hear something over and over again. God, this and this wasn't done on Blood Sugar Sex Magic, of course. I remember. That um uh I don't ever want to feel I can't remember the name of the song the song right bridge. now. Yeah. I remember oh, there was under a the point bridge. when I was seriously ready to start just start shooting people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, if, it. if it's uh, if if it's on the album I'll listen to it. If it's on Turn if it's on the radio, I, I don't I don't need to hear it. That was yeah. our prom song. Oh, I was wow. like, how did, did anybody do you, did you guys actually listen yeah. to this song? Like we voted <laughs> and I was like, This is the dumbest idea ever because do you funny. even know what this song means? It was our prom song. Wow. One, of, one of our middle school songs was Welcome to the Jungle. Like That's my eighth good. grade dance, Welcome to the it was Jungle fun was to the dance theme. To, though. And it was the theme? Yeah. Okay. Mine was I Remember You. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Like Welcome to the Jungle doesn't really make sense, no. although it's a great song. Under the Bridge is also a great song. These are not songs you end proms to. I know. They You're had... in the jungle, baby. You're going to die. <laughs> yeah, this had... is a great prom. <laughs> but they had like animals and stuff on the wall. 
Like uh, it was like a jungle. That, that's completely misinterpreting the song. Yeah. Whatever. We also sang Who's Toy Story. Christian school. Nope. This was, <laughs> no. This was the public school that I went to in Sacramento when I lived oh. in California oh, for, wow. for a minute a lot of in sense. middle school. A chief of California. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the city I live in. <laughs> the city of Angel. We get it! <laughs> I've heard that song enough, goddammit! <laughs> oh my god. Um, <clears throat> uh, so I have some predictions for the coming decade, since we're going into 2020, right? I have some predictions for what's going to happen. Okay. Um, I think that there are going to be more words added to the list of things we can no longer say, right? There are mm-hmm. words, right? And you can't say retarded, even though if someone you is... No, but I mean... <laughs> I know. As I know, an I'm, example, yeah, the R word, which is fine. I understand that it can be interpreted. See, I'm bringing all those words back. And the <laughs> all way, of them. The way that I'm doing it is I'm going to start using them in the proper context. <laughs> I thought we were doing talking. this like a la clerks too here, right? right. Oh, you know? Exactly. Yeah, let's take it back. <laughs> Tim, I want you like, oh boy, Christina. <laughs> Christina, I'm gonna need you to retard your laughter. Yeah, see, I will. I'm I'm really in a gay mood right now. <laughs> Do you need to go smoke a fag? <laughs> I might be smoking a fag later. That was good. So, um, my predictions, because one that's happened recently is crack. Can't say crackhead anymore. Oh, or, fuck that. No. Yeah, fuck that. I mean, you're not. No. So, uh, famous milk smack bar. Addict. Milk bar has a famous pie called crack pie because it was like crack. You get addicted to it like right. crack, right? It's derogatory towards the black community because they were the ones who were the most adversely affected. By oh, the yeah, that doesn't romance. make any sense to me at all. Anyway, it, you're I just, understand if you can't say crack baby. That's a little <laughs> bit offensive. <laughs> But we're not really in that epidemic anymore. And I imagine crack whore is kind of always intended to be offensive. Like, well, would it be better? And it just sounds great, doesn't it? Doesn't it roll off the tongue? You should start a band called Crack Whore. Yeah, I, yeah, that's right. That's my next band. So um, I think crazy is coming next. We're not going to be able to say, "Oh my God, that's so crazy," or like the craziest thing because that's I'm, I'm going crazy. It's derogatory. <laughs> exactly. We won't be able to use it like that because it's derogatory towards people with mental illness. So that's coming. Boring people are stupid. And the next one is addictive. I don't think we're going to be able to call things addictive. Like, oh. So I just had a Milky Way bar and they're so addictive? Yeah. Like the Popeye's chicken, spicy chicken yep. sandwich is addictive? Yep. I well, it is, motherfucker. But it's, again, derogatory towards people with drug problems. This is just your hypothesis. It is. This yes. is my hypothesis. Oh, it's, it's, it's good, though. But I, but I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. I know. And I, I don't like it, uh-uh. but I can see it. I know. I know. Maybe we should just all stop talking and then no one will get offended because there's no Nobody's saying anything anymore. Right. No, like, we're not going to be offended face to face. We're going to be offended <laughs> the, yeah, with our phones, thumbs. On our screens. <laughs> we're not going to say it to hear. So well, we know we'll all be losing our voice. Sensitive to that sort of shit. This is know? my irritation. Exactly. This oh, is something that's another irritating. one that I want to bring back. Queer. Well, that's queer. that is that has come back, and I'm surprised because that has been derogatory forever, and now somehow that's been attached to everything. How did you see that movie last night? Yeah, I do. I did. It was it's pretty queer. It's a queer movie. Right. Like unusual. Odd. Weird. Weird. Yes. Weird. Yeah. I actually used that word to describe a client recently because she was behaving strangely. And I was yeah. like, she was rather queer woman. And nice. I, 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 I didn't think it. anything of it. I love queer. Right. There was a thing that I, I got. I love queers. There's, there's, a, there's literally a thing <laughs> that, I, that I got from a comic book <laughs> that was like, why'd you queer my gig, dude? 
And I nice. just love that expression. Awesome. Yeah. I so just 90s. love that expression. I just used it in a script I was working on. I'm like, I'm bringing that fucking right in. That's a perfect lexicon for this. I'm like, <laughs> boom, clear. I like it. So, um, yeah, you got anything else? Um... I think I've talked about everything. What about the uh, elephant in the room? Uh, oh, all right. So, okay. So let's let, let's let's just tease this. So next week is our 80th episode, and we are going to talk about Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Shocker! Yes, yeah, shocker. Um, as so if you as haven't as a, seen it, and you're a regular listener, uh, try to go see it, or skip the next episode. If anybody listens to this, they have already seen it. I promise. So, just as a quick thing. I very much enjoyed it, Christina. Um, I'm saving my um, I'm saving my opinion because I need to maybe see it again this week. I, I was th- I was I'm thinking the, I was I'm thinking down. the same thing because I don't know and I don't want to get into it. I don't even want to okay. tell you my opinion because it's going to lead to all sorts of whys. So I know I won't ask why. Okay, I, I know, but why. I don't even want to get into it. I liked it so much better than the second one. Okay. Put it Fair, like that. That, I will say mm-hmm. that too. I, I enjoyed myself, and I enjoyed it a thousand times more than <laughs> the last one. All right. One. That's, a, that's as far as you go. That's Kelly? That's exactly how I feel. Okay. Yeah. Jules? I loved it. Okay. <laughs> I All laughed. Right. I cried. I carried on. I went home happy. <laughs> so... How about The Mandalorian? So, oh, we all cut up with The Mandalorian. Ooh, yeah, we are. Can we talk, talk about, about it? Let's talk about real Star Wars. Let's talk about the Star Wars that I'm really excited about. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Can, I, wait, I just want to say to everybody, I'm sorry, this is the first Friday night in eight weeks that you haven't had a new Mandalorian to watch. So And we're feeling your pain. Instead, we'll talk about it for you, yeah. and we can all relive it together. Oh, we the, the the main consensus obviously is that Baby Yoda is the only thing in the world that needs my protection. The funniest thing, <laughs> the, the funniest thing is is you uh, when you had started watching it, you text message me and you're like, that fucking little frog is the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen. Oh my god, I probably didn't say frog, but it was something like that though. That oh my god. Oh, maybe you just said that cute little baby. The that show little... is great. The show, the show is, is so, great. It's a great show. I. Just enjoy watching it. I probably yeah. want to rewatch it. Watch it before the new ones come out. Like, the, the, that scene with the two stormtroopers talking on their speeder bikes. <gasps> was that classic. pure Taika Waititi? Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. hundred percent. Pure Taika. I, I turned to her and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. I mean, I don't hate it, but it's weird. I would listen to those guys talk to each other for fucking. If he hit Baby Yoda one more time, oh, yeah. I was gonna pull him out of the screen. Like I couldn't believe the violence towards the child. Oh, <laughs> I knew it. Tattoo. You know, you know, you know. They have to kill these guys, but they're having a Pulp Fiction moment. Uh, so they're like, you can't like them too much. So they gotta hit the kid. They gotta hit the baby Yoda. You know, uh, one of them was Jason Sudeikis, right? Oh, I knew it! Ah! And the other one was Adam somebody. I we we couldn't remember. figure out if it was Sudeikis or um, uh, the uh, what's redneck. His name? The redneck. Uh, Bob. Uh, oh. Eastbound and down. Eastbound and down. Oh. Um, oh fuck. I can't I can never remember his name. He said it earlier. Yeah, sorry. He was in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. He sounded like that at first, but then it was Sudeikis. Yeah, and then it was Sudeikis. So I'm like, she's like, I think it's Sudeikis. I'm like, oh my God, it's totally Sudeikis. And of course Sudeikis punches a baby. He looks like it in his face. He looks like a baby puncher? He does look like a baby puncher. I don't see that. He is. He's a smarmy looking asshole. You don't think? I don't know. Yeah, totally. Sudeikis got an image problem. Jason Sudeikis, we apologize. We would still like I to have you on here as a guest. I love Jason Sudeikis, so you can go find yourself. So, um, Julia, as a as a fan of all of it for as long as we all have, 
Are you happy with The Mandalorian? I am very happy with The Mandalorian. I am enjoying the immersion. I'm The, the look is just so... I don't know, it's like coming Bad home. Ass. The Bad look ass. of this show is just like a warm hug from my Star Wars childhood. Doesn't it? Like, it feels like literally like we just picked up from 1983. Yeah. It's when, like, you, when you say that's how it feels. It's, I'm, it's, so, it's so bizarre. Like I watch it and it's just kind of like... I Everything I see is like it's brand new and exciting, but I've still seen it before. It's familiar, but even I don't though, care. yeah, it's like familiar but brand new. Right, and, and I, I love uh, it. Danny McBride. That's that's a, yeah, yeah, correct. Anyway, okay, yes. Um, I am obsessed with the music. Oh, the music's oh, so, so, so It's so unusual. The score is so far beyond, and it sets this tone. And the fact that they'll use like EDM, like electronic. Beats and pan flutes, and then the next thing you know, it sounds like a John Williams score for some mm-hmm. right? Or then, yeah, oh my, <clears throat> really good that they have theme especially songs. in the last episode when uh, what's the Giancarlo Esposito in the Tie Fighter? What's his name? Oh, uh, uh, oh Gideon. Moff, Moff, Moff Gideon. Gideon. Oh my Moff god. Gideon. Oh my god. Do you know what that weapon was that he whipped out? It wasn't a lightsaber, but it wasn't not a lightsaber. Okay, you need to watch the Clone Wars because all the history. I can't get of that through the cartoon. Are... You know how you don't like some cartoon. I don't like that. I we tried. The Clone we Wars can't get or through. Rebels. I tried to watch the Both. first episode of the Clone Wars, and it was really kind of like I wasn't. Prepared. I was like, okay, you get used to it. You get used to it. All but right. the whole history of the Dark then then here's all you have to do: go on YouTube, and there's a thing about the history of the Dark Saber that's explained to you. Because it has a huge I history said, is that with a black Mandal- lightsaber. With Mandalorian, but it's not. But the man, <clears throat> but but the black the Dark Saber has this specific look and the animation of it. That's so. You've watched all this shit, right? I've watched almost all. Of it. Are, are, like, not, I haven't the, watched all of it. All of it. Well, it obviously looks like a sword versus. It's um, kind of a lightsaber. Like right. you can fight with it against a lightsaber, but it represents Mandalorian culture and basically ah. like who's in charge. There's a lot of history. There's so much history behind it. So he just basically pulled out that sword like he's the head Mandalorian, or like he took it off the of the head guy. Uh, well, he was it, obviously involved in the purge, so it, I mean, yeah. You know. So he obviously stole it. It's a stolen it's artifact. Their, it's their most important artifact. Wow. He yeah. was stunning. He was good. He was so he's good in everything. Yeah, he, good. Is, he is good in everything. I and like you said, I love the look of it. I love the way they all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that gritty, underbelly-ish almost, like otherworldly. They're alien planets, and it feels alien. Yes, but yeah. also like you know, like familiar. I love how people. There's like this debate between the camp that says it feels like a western, western, and the people that say that it feels like a samurai. I think it's both, and, like, and I'm totally and I'm fine like, with that. But it, but you don't know which one it is. You know why? Because it's in space. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's Star Wars, and you just don't know because it's Star Wars. Right, it's made up. This is all anything they want it to be. But I think that they've always been both. I think that Westerns, I think that Samurai movies have always based on Westerns. And I think that Star Wars has always been based on both, in a way. Dude, who's the fucking lady that... badass. ...that hammered the stormtroopers' faces in... Um, oh, and like ripped the jaw off of oh, the mask. Man. That was fucking sick. We man. watched that scene twice. Yeah. We yeah. lightened up the screen and went <laughs> back and watched it and again. It shot very dark, so... And I do have kind of a girl crush on Gina Carano at this point. I oh my god, totally. Love awesome. her! It's, it's her role of Lifetime. I mean, she she was in the Deadpool movies, right? She yeah. Angel, yeah. She's, right? Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. awesome. Still not a great actor. She's not great. Not but strong, this but is a great part for her, though, because correct. this is... This is Took, she's her. Yeah, I mean, took the know. words out of my I agree. Well, that's why I like her, is because she is so genuine and authentic that it I mean, when doesn't they, like, matter. When he got hit and he's laying there and she and he's like, go, and she's like, I'm not leaving you. And I'm like, I was so in. I was like, 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I'll take IG-11 and his fucking Terminator 2 death all day long, too, awesome. man. That, that wow. just, like, literally got to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was awesome. It did. It got to me. Yeah, she turns to me when uh, she's leaning over Mando, and she's like, is he going to die? Could he, f- can- he can't die, can he? And I'm like, I don't know. He could die. We oh, don't know. Mando's got a name now. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's right. He does have a Din Jaren. And we saw his face. Jin Jaren. Yeah. Jin Jin Jin. And he's like, even though I knew who it was, that was still like, it was still a reveal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I know who the actor is. Yeah. Oh, can, my God. Can I just say, I was, I was, I was actually a little upset that he didn't have that boss ass Burt Reynolds mustache that he's I been walking he did. around with. Not really. No, his face was kind of clean. Yeah. Which, how do you not grow hair under there if you don't ever take it off? Well, you that's, take it that's off a good when point. people aren't no, Or have a lot of hair under right. there. I'm he sure he, he takes it off when people aren't around. He clearly does. He eats his breakfast, does all his grooming, and then, you know, puts it back into the And he's like, when I'm sleeping at night, I'm going to have this boss ass Burt Reynolds mustache <laughs> for myself. <laughs> you get to see the badass mask. But I get to see the real badass. So can we go back to the lady at the forge? Who is she to the Mandalorian culture? And Well, as I understand it, because weapons and armor are literally part of their religion, part of their religious worship, these the forgers, these these you know, these designated people who Create their armor and you know and des- and give them and, and, and you know uh, give them their signets and everything like that. Um, I suppose one could equate them to sort of a priest sort of a status. Oh, I love it! The, I love it! If that's the thing, that's fucking in great. Because that's who they that's that's who they go to to. I mean, like even like you saw in the early episodes, like he he actually talks out his troubles with her and like yeah. you know just like I can't accept. It wasn't an honorable death, and you're like, you're like I mean, it's almost like a, it was almost like a confession, right? You know, and, and she like, had that mystic, uh, the prophecy or what the information she gave him at the end, right? Right, was, and she was like, she felt she she yeah, she was duty bound to stay there and reforge the you know the metal back and you know like from all of their fallen yeah. uh, armor pieces and everything like that. I mean, I can only equate it at this point to some kind of a as a religious position of yeah. sorts. Yeah, I that also makes sense. I also think too, which was. Similar, but to the same point, is um, I think it was when uh, when uh, the Mandalorian and I, I guess it was Nick Nolte when they were going fighting the Jawas or mm, when he was dealing with quick. the Jawas. And he, yeah, that's right. And he's like, he goes something about uh, giving up his weapons, and he's mm-hmm. like, I don't give up my weapons. This yeah. is my religion. Yeah, and that's a cool are line. Well, where'd yeah. his stick go? Speaking of his religion, yeah, where did that go? That I was one know. of the coolest things. They brought that from the fucking holiday special. I know. Right? Maybe he lost it in the desert when they fought that um, assassin lady, when the kid. Oh, oh, Mulan. Yeah, maybe is that who? <laughs> she's she's the new Mulan. It's Mulan. I mean, that's <laughs> funny. Um, uh, I have a question about who's not dead. By the way, that's my theory. Yeah, Ming, I agree. If they kill Ming now, when? Yeah, that's who you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, did you hear the? Let's talk about the Spurs jangling, because I didn't know this. They didn't before. clear that up. So when Gideon, when Gideon came into scene, were there Spurs jangling? Because I wasn't actually paying attention. No, I I did not. I did not hear any time I heard him walking. I heard nothing. Oh I, remember God. I have to go walk rewatch it now. So do you know the theory behind that? No. Okay, if you listen to Boba Fett in Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, he has spurs. You hear them jangling. Wow. So, and I, I, I never paid attention to that, but I saw I saw clips, I guess, thank God for YouTube once in a while. Or somebody put it in and they're lying to you. I, I hope it's not that. We we'll can pull, pull, we can but, pull it out. But we're on Tatooine, and when, um, what was the character's name? 
Moth. Oh, Moth Gideon. No, 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 no. The 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 Asian girl that oh, was, was killed what, and held held. Other than Ming Na Wen and Mulan, I am probably as said at this moment. I actually don't remember okay. what her, what her so character name was. I'm that, sorry. When that character walks up to her supposedly dead body, spurs are jangling. Yeah. And it's on Tatooine. Yeah. So you think it's Boba? I hope it is. I really Didn't, want it to be Boba Fett. I heard Fett. someone say that John Favreau actually just came out and said it wasn't Boba Fett, but that could be wrong. That could be entirely. That could be a mis- misdirect. I mean, you talk to any of his directors; they lie through their teeth all the time. True so, and I don't. Even if it's not in the next season, if it's in the third season, I think there should be some sort of confrontation there. We imagined all this badass shit with Boba Fett, and they got treated like a bitch. It's time to treat Boba Fett like a bad motherfucker. Do you think they're going to find a planet of Yoda's? Mm. <laughs> they're all babies. I think they... No. No, no I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> think you're going to see a whole... I think you'll see a group of people that are going to yeah. embrace him. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Or, or, I mean, like, or how, how large a population of whatever species he is can there be? I mean... Or it's wiped out and he's got to raise this kid. Because he's the last little baby. And that's his son now. <laughs> I almost fell over. He's like, he hooked his I love leg. when that, I love when IG's riding through the city, shooting fucking stormtroopers, and Baby Yoda looks up and he's just like laughing. Oh yeah. my god! And I love that quick. I, I love that IG Eleven is like a Rubik's cube. He just, it just sort of like just switch Rotates, just yeah. switch around and does the weird things. I mean, they really did a cool thing with that robot yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. I got really sad when the lady at the forge said that he was sick. And that he can't handle it, and that he is not, and that he has injuries. I was like, "Oh my God, they hurt him." Well, using the force drains him. But oh, she's a baby. Yeah, I know, but all I can think is maybe his spine damage for being hit on the head by Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis? <laughs> yeah, Sudeikis, because he's a dick. <laughs> Yeah, he punched him right in his little flat yeah, head. When he when he saved um, when he saved the Mandalorian the first time, he was out cold for almost a day. Yeah, and this time he you know blew, he did a backdraft. I mean, <laughs> it's true. And then the they Ron didn't Howard. and they didn't feed him. So yeah, oh, he, he hasn't any frogs for like ever. I know. I'm very sad. Listen, there's a lot of things that th- listen. This is the first Star Wars series where we've ever seen a toilet. So they're, they're trying to progress after 42 years. No, I, I, I have. I, what I, toilet did we see? On uh, on uh, the Mando ship. Yeah, the very first episode when he when he picks up his first yeah, I, that, his first bounty and the guy's like, oh, I gotta go use the you know whatever he calls it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Went to the, the refresher. The, I think yeah, it was. something like that. And, and he's like, oh yeah, I found it. And then like once wandering through ship. Yeah, because the, the, yeah, a bounty hunter is totally gonna let you just wander through their ship. Right. And no problem. Go and ahead. Then, you think that? Then he put him in carbon weathers, by the way. Oh yeah, totally. <clears throat> so great. Like who? Th- who the fuck ever think you cast Apollo Creed in a Star Fucking Wars? Fucking awesome! I Amazing! It. I love the fact that he's. That's Favreau, though. Oh. I mean, like, who would ever think that you would cast Robert Downey Jr. as a superhero? And, that's that, a good point. I do. <laughs> that's a good point. Because he looked just like Tony Stark. All right, one out of ten. What do you do with the Mandalorian? Where do you place it? Oh, I really love it. It's definitely a ten. It gets me all emotional every time. I'm super attached to all the characters. I really love the world that's been created. The score, the writing, for the most part. The writing is one thing I'd probably give a nod to. Not every to. episode is perfect, but it's still yeah. pretty. They're all pretty. I love the artwork at the end. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's oh, my favorite. God, it's I love so it. gorgeous. And I want to get those prints. We're, we'll have one of those prints in our house from some episode. That's <laughs> cool. We are going to get find those prints for sale. 
So, um, yeah, I am a sucker for it. It really, I, it did what Bob Iger wanted it to do, and it made me. I think it did what it. Favreau and Filoni wanted it to yeah. do, and that's the mo- and they just let them have their voice with that. That's more important than anything else, in hey, my opinion. Fuck you, Ryan Johnson. So, oh. <coughs> Wally, you want to rank it? Uh, yeah, I give it a nine. Okay. I give it a nine. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not perfect, but it ain't trash. No. It's fun. It's good. It's one of the best. It's fucking Star Wars, it's, man. It's it is. It's, it's the best Star Wars, again, since Jedi, in my opinion. Well, I'll rank it as my favorite show of 2019, so... Yeah. Oh, there was some good shit out in 2019. Yeah. So. No, there's some great shit. Great shit, but... It would be my top five. It would be definitely my top five TV shows of the last couple years. Couple years. I'll go two years. Mm. Top right. five. Julia? I love it. I love it. I love it. I want to give it a 10. I feel like I shouldn't because I feel like that's just fangirling. But I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> give it a, I give it a 9.9. <laughs> with a point one taken off only so I don't seem like I'm being overly kind. <laughs> you can tell by your face that you love it. So, yeah. Yeah, it's great. It is so good. It's so good. It's, it's just so good. And it's just comforting to know that, like, oh, thank God. They pulled off a whole fucking season of the show. And it's, and in, it's great. And it's, they didn't yeah. fuck it up. And it's just, it's. I, I'm excited for the next one. It's individual yeah. episodes. Each yeah. episode kind of had a storyline. Mm-hmm. There is a thing that's happening that you're trying to solve. I was a little worried in the middle because I thought it was going to be it was Star Wars. It, it felt procedural. It was I very it was procedural. Be the I'm like, oh, is this the A-team now? But <laughs> They're going to go around saving worlds. Right. Like, they're going to go, oh, <laughs> man, they're mercenaries. If you can't find them, <laughs> if you can hire them, you can hire No one else can help. The Mandalorians. No, but uh, yeah, they got past that really fucking quick and right onto the storyline. And I liked it because they used it to introduce you to her, and it was a oh, it was a nice cast. story to give her to and then. And Werner Herzog being fucking weird. Oh and yeah, awesome. and love him. He's he, so... te- he teaches filmmaking on masterclass. And did anybody, did anybody notice in the in the sanctuary episode at the beginning, you know, with the krill and everything like that, that that was a blue harvest? It was a blue oh, harvest. Oh, oh, you knew it, clever girl. Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, blue harvest. Blue, blue harvest. <laughs> That's fantastic. I'm pretty sure tomorrow I'm going to watch like the whole thing like a movie. Yeah, I would like to. I would like to do that. Like, I need, Maybe not it, tomorrow. The whole reason I didn't, I, I, I wanted, the whole reason I didn't do it because I worked yesterday and everyone was talking about how amazing the final episode was. So I was like, sure. I have to watch this now. Yeah, oh, I, so I'm not even like a very maternal type person or anything like that. I don't get like you know googie googie about a lot of stuff. But the episode with with the prison where they do the prison break, oh, where the droid takes them in for that really rough landing to connect, and Baby Yoda falls, and the Mandalorian like literally like bridges over him to protect him from harm. I was just like, hey, well, uterus just twitch. What the hell was that? <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Why, why do I love this so much? I know. Why, why do I love how much he loves this Baby Yoda? I love it. It's the best, is what it is. And when he like gives him the thing, right? Oh, when he unscrews oh, the, like, the thing. With this oh God! It's just he been called a, him a womp rat. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been a really good story. It's been a good build. It's been a good relationship build. It's been. And I, I, I love the dichotomy of, or the parallel of, when in the last episode we saw how he was saved by a Mandalorian. Awesome. I'm like, that's, I mean, that's just awesome right there. Because, like, that's exactly what he's doing with Yoda. It's great. I'm like, that's that exp- an explainer as, as to his motivations because he can see himself and 
you know, someone the foundling. Yeah. Someone helped him. How many yes. episodes is John Wayne's son actually in the suit? Does anybody know? I was like reading. Oh, about is it like, John Wayne's son? Is in the is suit? Is it John Wayne's son or, or son or grand? There was like. A, Why is he like a, a stunt guy? No, I guess there was at least one episode where um, Pedro Pascal was not available. Pe- Pedro Pascal said he hasn't been in the suit at all. Oh, really? Not at all, but not much. Oh, okay. So I didn't know. Okay. But it is Pedro's voice. But he's the voice actor. Okay. What are they filtering his voice through? Probably the same thing that they do the Stormtroopers through. It's just, it just kind of has that cup cup down the mouth kind of sound. But it also sounds like it's, um, like like a a digitized. That's, yeah, great word. That's what I mean. Like some, it sounds like something's happened to it. It takes the humanity out of it. There's this I think yeah, that's. I like that. I want that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying that when we saw. I his actually f- wanted it to be more ominous. See, when we saw his face, I like his voice. I like I his voice. I love it. It's so. It's so cool. I love. I mean, and like, you from, need like that. his very first line. How perfect was his very first line? Like the first thing you ever hear you him say. Colder, I can bring you in warm. Yeah. I can bring you in cold. Yeah. So good. We need to have you here every time we do Star Wars shit. And I like it when the um kid bounty hunter goes after him, whatever, and he's like stealing my line or what, right? Like right, yeah, exactly. Oh, Bobby Cannavale's kid. No, is that who that is? Bobby Cannavale. Hey, Mando. Okay, Mando. We're gonna move now, Mando. Mando, (laughs) are you coming along, Mando? Mando, what are we doing, Mando? Is that your little green frog, Mando? Shut the fuck up, dude. Just keep going. Just keep going. He might be the worst part about that. And he, the guy also went on Twitter and, like, dissed Rise what? of Skywalker, too. You're in Star Wars, and you dissed Star Wars. Bobby Cannavale's kid who plays that fucking I Want to Be in the Bounty Hunter thing. That fucking douche. I want to be... Oh, yeah, he's like, I want to be in the guild. I knew that. You were kind of a weenie ass. Mando? Mando, yeah. I want to be in the guild, Mando. All right, we need to stop because I want to segue into Star Wars. Okay, yeah, that's next week. So let's get to our questions. Question time, question time. I got you all. Back to the long episodes. We geeked the fuck out for 10 minutes. That's right. Oh, man, we'll just make these answers quick. All right. Um, So, Jim, what are you drinking? I am drinking the Adios, motherfucker. What's your favorite thing about the holidays being over? I'll tell you mine. The end. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Why don't you just ask your? S- <laughs> if that isn't as Christina as oh things could God. possibly be, because you're taking too long. I took about two point five seconds. I'm surprised it took this many episodes to do that. For that to happen. Perfect comedic timing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Jim. What's your favorite? No, go ahead. You're on a roll. Go ahead, Nitz. I sense you want to tell. <laughs> I think you. I really asked this question to hear myself talk. That's why I do everything. Yeah. Um, no more perfume commercials. What? I, I'll tell you what. The Target. I feel love. Yeah, the Fuck you. Summer. It's funny because this is the first That's, time the Target commercials haven't made me want to murder Oh, myself. no. I, I, almost every year. Oh, almost yeah, every year. Every year. But I, I just, I don't understand the choice of that song because you always see that song in movies and people are the dancing. And it leads to like a sex scene. And, and, <laughs> and it's like people are shopping at Target. And I'm just sort of like, ah, oh, what was the other commercial that we just got? Oh, the, uh, the Zach uh, Levi commercial with Home Goods and, and TJ Maxx yeah. and... Like that, just I like the Where commercial. Down the street, dancing, and dancing, and dancing and singing, dancing and singing. Yeah, that one would get muted it or just, turned off. It was it was fine in the beginning, but then it was like, I mean, obviously it's three commercials in one, so that shit just started carrying on my nerves after a while. Um, Savage. 
That's just such a weird commercial. Like that's fucking, a, that's its own thing. How douchey is that commercial? I, I, but that wasn't a Christmas commercial. No. I mean, that thing's been airing for a year. Same thing with yeah. that dumb what's or nuts that I hate, Natalie Portman. Same with Charlize Theron. I would run for the clicker when I would hear the Draw. beginning. I'll watch the Dior commercials with no. Charlize Theron. I'll watch all. it all day. I don't need to hear that song that gets stuck in my head, whatever it is. The beginning of it would start, and I'm like, no! <laughs> Earworm. Earworm. I hate these commercials. It's like the White Diamonds commercial. Oh my god, I was just gonna uh, say White Diamonds. I got, I'm, I'm just Where now she over gives here. the hobo her yeah. diamond. Maybe these are, maybe these are bringing you left. I'm a hobo. Is it the Liz Taylor one? Yes. I slept in my urine last night. <laughs> maybe these will give me luck. Didn't Phil Hartman do a. Well, I think Phil Hartman did it. Her commercial. She was at a poker game and she's like walking by, like, here, these have always brought me luck. And she pulls her earrings yeah, off. And the commercial's, the commercial's like 30 years old. Yeah. Yeah. They did they, like one commercial and it's just been repeated. There was two. There was the that one yeah, and the hobo one. You got Liz okay. Taylor. <clears throat> yeah. <sighs> but they're going to be playing Charlie's Theron and Natalie Portman's for until they're dead too. So yeah. that was what you don't like. What don't you like? What was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite part about the holidays being over? <clears throat> oh, being over. Uh, just a fresh start. Just like trying to like put myself back on track and get my shit get my shit together and eat, stuff like better, that. I exercise. eat better exercise because i'm not doing any of that shit right now i'm just enjoying myself and i'm gonna do it up until new year's you want to do the star wars 5k rival run with me no no i do <laughs> when, when is it uh it's in april ask me again I'll, and i'll say no because i just like i have i have a lesson plan it's called from couch to 5k and it helps you start training to do a 5k so it's Plenty for people who literally Can you train on your couch no, it's about getting. Yeah, you just off you just sit on couch. the couch and like move your legs yeah. really fast. They have these little <laughs> pedalers. They have pedalers you can put on your desk. I, that I believe. Um, oh, good. So fresh start. Cheers. Fresh start. Holidays cheers are over. Up. Good job, Yay. everybody. Not yet. Not yet. We still got New Year's, and no, this is the this first. Is coming out after New Year. Oh, that's right. No, it isn't. Is that's it? Right. Yeah, yes. it is. It's after New Year. Yeah. So yes. no, maybe. Yeah. This is the first year I've actually looked. Although this will be dated a little bit, but like I'm very much looking forward to our New Year's together. That's so. nice. We'll hear about it next time. Yes. Um, so, what you am I drinking? What that's... am I drinking? Fish juice. So, oh. drinking juice. the ex-boyfriend martini. <laughs> What's your question? My question is, what can ruin a social gathering for you? My ex-boyfriend showing up? <laughs> 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 Look, I just interpret the questions, folks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, what can ruin a social gathering for me? Aside from you. Like, have you been to a party or through a party where somebody ruined it for you? That was really what I was, like, mining. Um, when people that show up don't necessarily like somebody else that's already there, or I didn't know there might be some kind of bad blood between people, and then one of them corners me at a party, and they're like, uh, uh my like God. Like our Halloween party? No. I mean, like, oh, my God. That person over there, blah, 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 me last week, and I don't, I don't know or care, and I just want to eat canapes. You want to eat a can of peas? <laughs> can of peas. That's how she says it, canapes. I, I was certain the answer was going to be inappropriate vomiting. Oh, that doesn't ruin a party, though, unless it's at my house. And, and most of the time then, it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah and even unless then. Unless it's, like, on my floor, rug. That's what I was thinking. That was makes it, what yeah. makes it inappropriate, because there's vomiting. Like, if it's you know, in when the you bushes, it's hilarious. Like, when you're outside or something. And there's inappropriate vomiting, like, on your feet or, you know, on somebody's couch. Or, That's not yeah. good. No. Because then you got to get a new couch. Ew. How about, how about you, Will? Uh, yeah, you, you just some kind of fucked up drama that you weren't mm-hmm. expecting. That's what I was going to say. Because I'll get away from that shit. 
fast. But it's, especially if it's at your house, you're like, fucking don't bring that energy into my house, yeah, man. Exactly. Like, I'm trying to throw a nice party. Yeah, like, you Well, know, I don't care if you bring it, just don't bring it to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, gl- you know what, I'm not, I don't, probably not jinxing anything here, but I'm glad that <laughs> when people come over to our house, you know, and when we have parties, there's no politics, there's no religion, there's no bullshit, everyone just gets along and it's a fun time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, any kind of, anything that would spur any kind of drama would really kind of just bring everything down. And that would suck. Like, I'm not talking about, like, sports drama. Like, that's just ridiculous and dumb. But, like, real, like... Just people drama. People... People being assholes. Yeah. Asshole drama. Mm-hmm. Kelly? Yeah, absolutely. Whether it be in my own house or if I go to someone else's house and I find that people are just arguing and becoming violent or whatever the case may be, I find it completely inappropriate. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't think I've ever been at a party with my friends that things have become violent, but I've definitely seen some arguments that have kind of made different. That's why we're friends. That's why we have (laughs) the group of friends that we have because we don't, the drama doesn't happen. There's no fucking drama. And I don't want to be brought into it. That's my whole thing. Like, really, if y'all want to have some kind of drama in the corner that I hear about three days later and I can go, holy shit, I had no idea that was happening. (laughs) (laughs) I was at the other side of the room. And then you kind of love it. Yeah, no, no, I mean, I love it, but I love the fact that I, I wasn't Don't involved. Did you fuck in our party? <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, that's fine after the fact. I just don't want to be involved during. So, what about you? I, I'm kind of I'm kind of with Wally. I, I don't really want the, like, if you're going to throw a party, I don't want all the fucking drama. I remember throwing a huge party at my house when I lived in Jupiter. And, like, all the groups were, like, separated. And I just wanted everybody to be, like, I wanted to bring all my groups together. It was, like, a work group and respectables group and just other people that that I knew, a bar scene group. And I just wanted to bring everybody together. And I just kind of felt like, like, the drama was in my head. It wasn't, like, anybody's fault. It was just clicky, you know? No way. You hang out with clicky people? No. I mean, yeah, of course it was. But I just wanted that whole group to hang out. With, yeah, but with, with clicks are clicks stuff, for a so. reason. You can't clearly the gap. Clearly. No wonder you like that dumb Christmas song. What Christmas song? The one Band-Aid. The Band-Aid oh. Christmas song. Oh, God. <laughs> Do they know it's Christmas? Yeah. Something like that. Just, just thank God it's them instead of you, Wally. <laughs> thank God those Ethiopians who, are starving. Who wrote that lyric? Instead of you, of you Bob Geldof. Oh, of course it was Bob. I said Bono. Well, Bob Geldof, I thought he did the other one. I thought he did. He did no, he did that one first, and then he did We Are the World. I'm sorry, I love that song. That line is horrible, but I love that song. Oh, my God, we have gone so over. All right, let's get out of here, kids. Let's, let's go do something. Let's eat. I'm starving. Yeah, cheers. Cheers, everybody. Happy New cheers, Year, you bitches. Yeah, let's start this 2020 off. <laughs> Take my advice. <laughs> Don't S any D's in the P. Please. <laughs> and we'll see you later, fuck Good Goodbye! Nice way to end the song. End the, the song. Yeah, end the song, dum dum. End it. Ah! Why you gotta do that to me? Ah!
Yeah, it pretty much is. Is it? I thought you hate the other one when I talked like that. We this. hate them all. We no, them not, all. no, not the lesbian thing. I hate the fucking, uh, the... Oh, my God. Oh, I hate it. Oh, I can't breathe. It's almost as bad as your secretary voice. Good afternoon. <laughs> I can't even do it. I can't even Well, maybe you should have made me that fish drink. You still drank it. I was going to say, I was like, what fish drink? You left out the secret ingredient. Oh, you mean the the empty glass? (laughs) Tuna juice was the secret ingredient. (laughs) 